Hey everybody, this is Ames and Lauren and you're listening to the Yeah Nah Maybe podcast. The show that talks about absolutely everything for people who love to talk shit. I want to talk about burnout today. Burnout. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) We were just saying something that I feel like most people have experienced or are currently experiencing. Um, (laughs) Just excited to Lauren. (laughs) I know, right? I mean, yeah, I think when you're burnt out, I think you're more susceptible to illness as well, like colds, run down. Um, yeah. All of that type yeah. of stuff. I I always wonder with burnout, is it linked to the view of always being busy in society? Is it the fact that we wear that busy mm-hmm. as a badge of honour and we push ourselves, push ourselves, push ourselves, resulting in burnout? Yeah. Because we have no ability to see it and go, oh, and it's always too late. It's when you're at that point you're like, I can't stand up or I can't yeah. think. Yeah. It's always at that extreme, extreme level when it comes to burnout. The other thing I think about is why do we need all of the the stuff that we're doing? Why are we doing so much? Mm. I think back to, you know, the 18, 1900s. Do people do this much shit? Uh, probably not. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? What did you do? You, like, worked on a farm or something? <laughs> yeah. I mean, they probably have different priorities, though, yeah. like, in different different things happening probably the same diseases but yeah exactly right (laughs) but yeah like I think it's it's um just different priorities really did you actually know that there are five stages to burnout I didn't know that okay I think I'm currently experiencing all five (laughs) so you're like at stage five (laughs) yeah so I'll quickly tell you what they are so you have stage one which is the honeymoon phase and this is where we're often doing things to feel satisfaction, commitment, energy, and creativity. Okay. So it's kind of like early on. And then when you go into stage two, this is where stress starts to come in. And maybe you find yourself not being as optimistic and maybe you're being a little bit more uncertain and concerned and you start to feel symptoms of stress affecting physical, mental, and emotional aspects of your life. Mm Mm-hmm. Then you move to stage three, which is chronic stress. And this is where you your stress levels will get higher and higher and higher and they're getting to the point where they're not able to be managed. Yeah, okay, yeah. Then we move into stage four and this is the official moment that burnout starts. <laughs> the official moment. <laughs> this is it. So the rest of it's leading you there. This is it. Yeah. This is where you're like, shit, I'm exhausted. And then stage five is habitual burnout. So this is I'm here, I'm so embedded in what I'm doing, I can't fucking do anything. Like I I have to keep going. I have to keep fulfilling. I have to keep doing and achieving. Yeah. Mm. (laughs) Stage five? Yeah, I think I'm actually at stage five. Yeah, I think I've um, bypassed almost everything and then gone straight to stage five. Yeah. Sean said the same thing. He feels like you know, working and studying and doing all this stuff. He's just like at that point as well where it's it's almost like it doesn't matter how much sleep you get. It doesn't matter anymore. No. You could sleep for 24 hours. You'll still wake up and be like oh. exhausted. It's almost like being in a state of paralysis, I think, where it's yeah. like you just move because you know that's what you have to do. And yeah. you, your body just responds to that as opposed yeah. to 
actually doing something productive or and and even productivity means like rest as well like yeah but like yeah uh, yeah it's I mean I'm here today (laughs) (laughs) she's like I'm here physically but mentally I'm a little bit maybe outside the room and then you know I'm tired yeah I remember having it when I worked at the place I worked out for over a decade and I remember just waking up every day was Mm. like a struggle and I remember saying, yeah. I need a break and I'm still on that break. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it, it makes sense. Like I needed a break from like corporate. I needed to get out of that. And yeah. then I'm doing this now and I'm working so much more, so yeah. much harder. It's more fulfilling. Yeah. But like, you know, I was saying to Josh yesterday, actually, because he's like, how come you're getting sick? Like, are you okay? I'm just like, no, I'm not okay. Like, yeah. I don't know how much more I can say that to to you or to anybody yeah. else I am working so fucking yeah. much and nobody tends to take any notice mm. of that because it's like oh well she's just she's just doing her thing but it's like well actually mm. I'm working like 12 to 14 hour days seven days a week and mm. I have not had a day off yeah in probably three years yeah like <laughs> and I think it probably stems from when you're working like in a corporate organization you care but but you don't. You also don't. Yeah, but you because don't. you're running your own business, your name and brand is attached to that. Yeah, exactly right. So for mm. you, you're like, okay, well, everything I touch needs to be perfect. Otherwise yeah. someone's going to see it and go, oh, that's low quality. And then that will be associated mm. with you. Yeah, exactly right. And I, it's just um, I, I don't know. I'm a workaholic anyway. I have yeah. always been like that. I always will put my heart and soul into something yeah. until someone tells me otherwise. Yep. But no one dares to tell me that for this because it's my baby. Yeah, exactly. You know? right. Yeah. Mm. I remember that having conversations with managers where, you know, I was working on presentation packs and spending hours and hours and hours, you know, even down to the little things like uh, all of the colours aligned, all the boxes aligned. And then I had a manager say to me one day, does anyone else notice this apart from you? Because he's like, I'm looking at this and I can't see mm. what the problem is. And I'm like, yeah, but I created it. So I don't want to, like, not even the smallest of flaws are necessary for me. No, well, it's true, <laughs> though, because you're always going to have that one person that will pick up on something that yes. you just happen to miss. Yes. And then that's the thing that everyone focuses on yep. and starts to talk about, especially yep. in stupid corporate. Yeah. And then like you come back and you're like, well, I put like so many hours into that and I just happened to miss that one thing. Yeah. It's not worth it. Yeah. Like, I don't know, man, I can tell you all the shit that I went through with corporate. Yeah. Like I have experienced burnout a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot um, over the past like, 10 years a lot of it is now because it's but that's my to my own like detriment that's my own fault mm. um but a lot of it at corporate was because you have this thing in your head where you have to work hard to yep. impress the people who are paying you yep. so then a you can fight to keep your job and b to prove that you're worth what they're paying you and yep. it's not more and i remember the worst job that I've ever had in my entire life, and I don't care, I will tell everybody mm. about this because I, that, that company deserves to burn, mm. to, burn to the ground. <laughs> they treat their people like shit. Mm. And I was only there for nine months. And by the end of it, I actually walked out from the day and never went back yeah. because the anxiety that I had, the burnout that I had, yeah. I was eating my feelings. Like I was eating a lot yeah. because I was just so stressed. 
I was crying all the time. Oh, that's horrible. I was irrationally angry. Mm. Like for no reason whatsoever, I would just snap at people. And it got to a point where it was so bad that I would end up feeling sick every morning. And I always thought I had a stomach bug. I was like, what's going on with my gut? But then I turned out with anxiety. But um, I remember every morning waking up sick and anxious. And then this one night, Josh goes, I was crying because I was like, I don't want to go to work tomorrow. And Josh goes, just don't. Just quit. Like, Mm. fuck it. Like, Mm, who cares? mm. We're in a position where you can do that. And I was like, no, no, I can't. I can't. And then the next day I went into work and I was pulled into one of those stupid meetings, like the performance meetings. I said to her, you know what? You can go fuck yourself. Yeah, good. I'm like, here's here's your credit card. Here's your keys. Like, I can't do this. Yeah. You know, and she was like, oh, why are you leaving? You're like, do you want me to grab a mirror? Yeah. <laughs> Look into it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a whole different fucking story. I can yeah. tell you that. that. But that was probably the worst period in my life where I think I experienced the most burnout. Yeah. And then second to that was when I first started my business and I had no idea what the fuck I was doing. Yeah. And then three months in, I ended up with um, hypothyroidism and Graves' disease because I was working too much. Yeah. Yeah. And then that knocked me out for 18 months. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Love that for me. <laughs> exactly. And on the performance review thing, mm. I feel like organizations, doesn't matter how hard you work, they will always say, but you could have done this and you could have done yeah, that. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. And I remember many years ago, probably not that many, like maybe five years ago, outperforming everybody in the team, like running rings around everybody, sat down for my performance review and my line manager said, everything's great except in a meeting three months ago, you screwed your face up um, and you, and ideally someone was saying who who can do this work and there was a lot of people in the room and I said my team can do the work Mm. and I screwed my face up when I said my team can do the work and I was being reprimanded for that in my performance review. That was the only thing they could find. Only fucking thing. And I copped a poor performance review because I screwed my face up once. Yeah. This is that that meeting that I had that with that um, manager, the only thing that she could find was when I asked you to move the company card down to the bottom level, you didn't do it straight away. And I was like, yeah, because I'm fucking busy. Like... Who gives a fuck? It's a car. They look for anything, anything to stifle promotion. Um, We used to get annual bonuses. They would look for anything Mm. not to give you the full Mm. amount or even close to the full amount. Everybody would walk away with 50%. Didn't matter how hard you worked. Yeah. Didn't matter. And I was putting in time around the clock. I was working on um, this IT implementation. I was working with people in Singapore, India, India. I think I had somebody in the United States and I had like there were there were points where the technology was um, experiencing difficulties and they would say, oh, could we need to get on a conference call now? Mm-hmm. And it'd be like 3 a.m. 3 a.m. Like stupid shit like that or I'd be in class because I used to do class of an evening mm. for my law degree and I'd get urgent emails coming through at like 7, 8 o'clock when I'm sitting physically in class this is urgent, this needs to be done now. And I'd be like, urgent according to who? And nobody's working at this time. Why are you forcing me to work at this time? Yeah, what the hell? Not at 8 p.m. at night. You no. Get, you get fucked. Severe burnout. Mm. 
I guess the question I have is like, what does it actually take to recover? Mm. What is that thing that we can do to actively recover? Is it purely rest? Is it disconnecting from whatever it is? Like what, what do we physically need to do to recover? I actually can't answer that question um, because if I knew, I think I would be, be doing it. I would be doing it. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of people tell me just you need to take time to rest. You need to take time to rest. And it's like there's so many excuses I can give you as to why yeah. I can't rest. Yep. And unless my mind actually stops mm-hmm. and switches off, I'm not going to rest. I can lay in bed all day. Yep. But that means nothing. You'll be thinking about it. That's what I do. If I ever have a day yep. of relax and I think about it and I'm like, you could be planning for your podcast. You could be, you know, mm. whatever it might be. You could be posting more announcements for students, which I do all the fucking time. Like I'm just like, yeah. there's always something. There's always something you could be doing. Exactly right. And I think it's not, it's just, it goes beyond rest. I think it's actually yeah. about going, okay, switch the phone off, switch your laptop off, actually physically go somewhere mm. like, that you can't even get fucking reception, like mm. whatever. Just yep. actually disconnect properly. Yep. And then do that for a good week. Yeah. Like I think for the first two days, you are going to be thinking about yep. all the shit. 100%. So you can't just do it for two days because you won't be resting. Yeah. Then after that, I think it will proper, properly kind of, I don't know, I feel like your body would just mellow out yep. and your body would be like, oh, oh, okay, we're actually resting. Okay, cool. Yeah. You know, because otherwise, for me, my mind is like over here and my body is like over here. So I'm trying really hard all the time to catch up mm. to my mind because it's it's racing yeah. all the time, yeah. you know, and then my body just gets so freaking fatigued. But my mind, my yeah. mind gets fatigued too, but like not as easy, yeah. you know, like I could, I could go hard out with my mind. Yeah. But my body's just like. It's like oh, I can't take anymore. It's just stop for a second. Yeah. Hey, like. I, I actually don't have the answer to that question. No. And <laughs> if you I, have it, please tell yeah, me. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, so I was working um, in a corporate role. Then I finished up. Yep. I went straight into my PLTs, my practical legal training. Mm-hmm. We did the subject. So there's like a compulsory subject element and then there's a compulsory practical element. Mm-hmm. Yep. I did the study element. Then I did the practical, so I went and worked at a firm and then it was just not where it was at for me. Like it was pure chaos to the point of this is not enjoyable. Mm. And so I stopped that. But the whole time over the past couple of years I've been teaching in the background. Yeah. And I feel like I can have more time off teaching. But when I think about going back to a corporate role, it all floods back. Yeah. It all just comes flooding back and then I start to feel so tired and I'm like, can I do this again? Can you have PTSD from like working? Because I feel like I do have that. Yeah, like I feel like. It sounds like you do too and to a degree because like if I think about going to corporate, yeah, you're right, that it my heart starts to like palpitate and then I start to get like, oh, my God, I don't know if I can do that. I actually freak out. Yeah. freak out about it. Exactly. That's how I feel and I, I look at it and I'm like, well, it's never a nine to five. It's like a seven to seven and it's five days a week. And then I have to deal with the internal politics. I have to deal with the overabundance of work. I have to deal with getting up early, going to bed late. I have to deal with 
like performance reviews. Like in my job at the moment, teaching, I'm my own boss. Yes, I've got kind of someone, mm. but I don't really talk to that person very often. And I'm just like, you just do what you need to do. Yeah. The first term that you teach, you're like, the fuck am I doing? Yeah. Is very minimal guidance. So you're kind of like fumbling around. But by now, because I've done it for a few years, I'm like, I know what I need to do. I can mm. just go off and do it. They're like, no issues, concerns on my behalf. I don't need to check in with anyone. If I've got a tricky question, I've got like a buddy, like a buddy, mm, and yeah. she will help me. And then I've got someone who's very senior who is my supervisor for my mm. thesis. So I can always talk to him. But I look at that and I'm like, why would I leave that? Yeah, exactly. To go back to something that was just hell and that's why I work so hard Amy because mm. I go I the fear of having to go back to that yeah and that space of stress and anxiety constantly yeah. that enough is to drive me yes to work this hard on my business yep. keep going keep going yep. regardless exactly because I think that does loom kind of in the revision mirror yeah. and you're like fuck I don't want to go back there I don't want anything to do with this Exactly right. And I fuck that. Sorry, but like I just can't. I can't yeah, like I can't either. Thinking about it now, no. like there is no way, shape, or form I will be going back to corporate. Like I no. will go if I go back, I'm kicking and screaming. Yeah. And I think I have learned enough about myself and boundaries now mm. that I don't think people would want me in their corporate role yeah. because I would be the type of person same. I'm already the type of person before to yeah. speak my voice, but now I have such strong boundaries in place yep. and if I don't like the way something is going, I will tell you to shut the fuck up. Yep. I don't care. So Just I fine. don't think I will have a job yeah. for long in corporate, yeah. you know. I think I would um, – I think I'd be a bit firmer about things. Yeah, for sure. My decision-making process, my, again, boundaries, yeah. the things that are appropriate and not – I'd definitely be um, a little bit more strict with how far work creeps into my personal yep. life. Yeah, yeah. Because it's just not worth it. No, it's not. It's not. Like I see other people who work in corporate, like all my friends and family, mm. and I see how much they take home. Yep. Because um, you can't leave it at the door. No. Let's be real. You can't. You can't. You can't. No. Like whatever happens at home goes to the office. Whatever Correct. happens at the office comes home. Like Correct. it's just the way it is because it's so intertwined yep. in our life. Mm. Like – we spend most of our time at work, right? Yep. So if you're in a corporate role, you spend most of your time there as if it's not going to leak in your in your personal life. 100%. And it kind of leads me to the question of who decided that a work week was five days and 38, 40 plus hours work a week? Where did that come from? I'm pretty sure it was. Um, Some idiot? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, think, I'm pretty sure it was. I can't remember his name, but the guy who, this is so dumb. I'm pretty sure his name's Henry Ford. And the guy who runs Ford. Yeah. The guy who, yeah, anyway, I think he decided that he wanted his people to work like five days a week or something like that. Yeah. And then the like the hours or whatever. I don't know. Listen, I blame everything on economy and religions. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, need to, I need to really work out what bright spark yeah. had the idea that this was how we're going to live. Yeah. Because that's fucked, man. Like, I don't want to live like this. This is why I actually, as much as this was shit, I actually really appreciate what COVID did for us as a society. Yeah. And that allowed us to 
take a step back, yep. work from home, yep. work when like work at home when we knew that we were at our best mm. and to perform, mm. not not having to go to the office if you felt like yeah. shit, you know, like prioritizing rest, stuff like that. Yeah. I feel like COVID allowed us to reshift things a little bit. And we proved we can work from home yes. effectively yes. as a society and a community. Yeah. We don't need to be there in the office. Exactly right. And this is why employers are having so many issues saying to their staff, oh, we're going back to the office now. And then the staff are there going, well, hold on a second. Yeah. I haven't been to an office in over two years. I've done my job. I've worked harder. Yeah. Why should I go back to the office? Why should I travel mm-hmm. into the CBD every day? Yeah, exactly right. What's the point? I think, I think personally if you were to have it like, two days a week in the office mm. and three days from home, perfect. I think that'd be absolutely fucking perfect yep. because at least two days a week you're interacting with people, you're getting to know your people yeah. still and I think it's actually really important yeah. because you do get very lonely being by yourself. Yeah. But I do believe that we are able to work from home because yes. we can go to sleep at whenever we want we can wake up. As long as you get your work done, who, who gives a shit? Yeah. And they're driving a lot of organizations are driving the lens of culture mm. so they they're saying the culture of the workplace um, has deteriorated we're not as connected as we were so we want to improve culture and that's what a lot of them are saying this is why you need to come in again mm. and the the firm that I was working for offered me full-time role yeah. and it was five days in the office no. and I, but I did the whole um the volunteer work from home I did it all from home yeah. Never met anyone in person. Why the hell do I need to travel in? It's actually really stupid. Like I used to fight all the time when I was in corporate to work from home because I get migraines all yeah. the time. Yeah. Um, and I have PCOS. So when I did when it was that time of the month for me when I got them, mm. it was yeah. severe and I needed to be at home. In your own environment. In my own environment. Yeah. And it doesn't mean that I wasn't able to work. Because especially with my migraine, because this meant I just need to be in a dark room for three or four hours, let it subside a little yeah. bit, and then I can work. Yeah. Why can't I just do that from fucking yep. home? Yep. And then you know, if it's in the middle of the day, you go right. I well, uh, you know, I'll do a few hours of an evening. Exactly. That right. works better for me. Exactly. We're adults, right? We we know what's right. And and that's wrong. the thing. We are adults. Why yeah. are we being treated like yep. children? Hundred percent. Ah. Pisses me off, and I like that whole like corporate view just really irritates me. Yeah, me too. I don't want to go back there. I don't want to go back either. (laughs) I'm not going back. I'm not going back. Do you understand the universe? I'm not going back. (laughs) Hear us and hear us now. We are not going back. Yeah, exactly. We should probably leave it there because I think we'll talk about burnout forever in a day. That's true. Uh, But let's maybe park it. We can always revisit this topic later on, particularly as. Um, you know, you and Sean are kind of coming out the other side of it and what it actually takes to come out the other side of burnout. Mm, I'll let you know when I get there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that's all from us today. You can connect with us via our socials at yeah, nah, maybe Pod. Drop us an email at yeah, nah, maybe Pod at outlook.com. <laughs> and we can't wait to see you next time. Bye. Bye.